Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I'm joined by Rejano Boynes, a.k.a. Ray Nitty, mostly known for his hit single, Bow, released in 2009. He is also an advocate for change. The impact he has brought to Milwaukee has been major, currently working on a $70 million project for affordable housing and creating a safe space for inner-city youth to excel. It's individuals like Ray that I look up to, so I'm humbled and I'm honored to have this man right in front of me. So without further ado, how you doing, Ray? Man, how you doing, man? Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate that intro, man. You took yeah. some uh, you took some time to write that out, man. Got to do I it, man. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate everything you mean to the city, man. Oh, man, I'm honored. I'm honored. Yeah, hanging out with you over at Garfield's 502. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Good chicken, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> 502 got the wings, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. I had a good time. Good people, good company, good music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was pretty music. thrown back. That, that was like a throwback. Yeah, music. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a good time. It was a good time. It's been awesome, man. Um, I've always been a fan. Just to let you know that right off top, and you know, Appreciate like, it. you know, this platform is to to really show what what makes Milwaukee special. So I'm happy you're here, and um, let's jump into let's it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> so, uh, where were you born, and mm. what's your native tongue? <laughs> so uh, I was born and raised in uh, St. Thomas, the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, a lot of my family is in the British Virgin Islands as mm -hmm. well as in uh, St. Lucia. Um, native tongue is we, English. We speak English, but it's uh, it's more like a broken English. We have an accent, so sometimes people will hear me talk like this. Like if I wrong my mother or something, they hear me talk like this. Yeah. Um, but like it's just it's still English. It's all English. Hey, well, hey, I, I admire it, man. She. <laughs> oh man, you know, I, I might do the, uh, I might do the rest of the interview in the accent. We'll see. It might come in and out. Put it in and out. Hey, you got it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. How was your upbringing? Uh it was, it was interesting. It was interesting. I um, I grew up in a, uh, in an abusive household, okay. and you know, I see my mom go through a lot of things as a um. As a young man growing up in the islands, um, and you know it's part of the reason why I'm here today. Yeah. Um, if anybody's been following my story, or you know, um, part of my I, and I share my story because I feel like it's it's similar to a lot of uh, young African American males. Yeah, but you know, um, one morning I woke up and saw my dad with a with a knife to my mom's throat ah. you feel me so um you know i think that was her breaking point yeah and she packed us up and whatever she had at the time and took a seaplane over to st croix where we stayed for the night yeah and the next day <clears throat> family helped us get to uh milwaukee where my sister and her husband at the time was that she had went to Illinois for at Bradley University and he gotcha. was in uh Milwaukee at MSOE. Yeah. So when they got married, they moved to Milwaukee. So that's how we ended up um in Milwaukee. So, you know, I grew up um 
in a very uh in a very hostile hostile um environment but um i i was still always you know thankful for for the place that i came from like a lot of people want to go see paradise but for me like you know at when i was in it i couldn't necessarily really appreciate it for me Absorb it, was, it. Yeah. it was it was hell in paradise hey you feel what i'm saying so now mm. when i'm when I'm uh, living in Milwaukee now, when I'm not there, I get to be like, oh, okay, this yeah. was this was the privilege that well, I that I had. Well, look what it's come from that me. I wasn't able yeah. to to really focus in on and really enjoy seeing everybody that wants to go visit the Virgin Islands and yeah. stuff like that now. So, yeah, man, um, my upbringing was on. It was interesting, man, and it's 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 all shaping, uh, who I am yeah. today. Shape and molded, and, and you yeah. know we all go through our things. Uh, Absolutely. Um, me myself, I come from you know uh, stepfather uh, left at thirteen. He raised me to the age of thirteen, and then you know disownment. People mm -hmm. usually throw that word around, not realizing what it truly means. And mm -hmm. for me, that's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. So there's always been this type of that has shaped me and the type of father I am, because I'm a father of four. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a, it it was very impactful to the person I've become. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But, you know, we all go through our trials, and and thank you for sharing that. You know what I mean? It takes, you know, trust to to say, um, you know, because you can never forget where you come from. Absolutely. And I, I, I think, you know, with anyone, you have to embrace who you are you have to embrace the struggles that you mm -hmm. came up with and, you know, appreciate that that's literally what has molded you. Mm -hmm. So definitely, man. And sometimes we we try to forget where we come from, right? If yeah. It, if it was attached to some trauma that we don't want to remember. Remember, of course. So for me, what I felt like in me trying to forget a place that I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because of one individual. Yeah, for right, sure. That created mm -hmm. this, this pain. Like, it... Me having that mindset and thought, it cost me so much time with family that I loved. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because oh, I was sure. so, I, I didn't want to go back home mm -hmm. at all for a very long time in my life. Yeah. And my little sister was going home, but she was my, she was, she was young at the time. She, I, I don't even know if she really registered, really yeah. understand what, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, what we was going through at that time. So she had a different relationship. Um, yeah. with our with our pops, so for me, she'll be going home, and I want to be home, but at the time, you know, God rest his soul, he's no longer here, um, and we was able to to link back up later in life, but you know, I didn't want to go home because I I had a lot of anger yeah. <laughs> inside of me, you know what I'm saying? A lot mm -hmm. of things that I couldn't really like if if you try to assist you you know what i'm saying you got yep. messed up yeah. as well too yeah so it's like no i'm i'm now yeah. what <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i'm Definitely. almost just i'm anticipating smoke you know what yeah. i'm saying but you know i just stayed away but in in that in making that decision i also stayed away from a lot of family that really meant a lot to me as well well so. i hope you know through the years um, through the trauma, you've you've come to a point where it's it's time you push forward, which oh, yeah. it, it seems like you have. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, um, poetry is heavy. Yeah, 
So what does the name Kobana Nixon and Muhib Dier mean to you? Kwabana Nixon and Muhib Dyer. Um so Kwabana and Muhib was uh two poets that I met in uh through a writing workshop in uh Urban Underground. Okay. Urban Underground was a youth leadership program that um I was a part of with a bunch of dope people um in the city as well. But it just taught us how to find our voice and in that workshop, Kwabanam Muhib, they did these pieces that really, you know, talked to me yeah. as a young individual. And um, Muhib in particular did a piece called The Children Are Crying. Yeah. And, you know, that, like, I felt like it was talking about my situation so much yeah. that, like, we just spoke about, right? Yeah, So it's sure. like, I'm, like, in this class now, like, breaking down, crying and shit, stuff. And I'm like, dang, these chicks in here seeing me all yeah. <laughs> emotional and whatnot. But, you know, Urban Underground was ran by uh, Reggie Moore and uh, Charlotte Moore. Yeah. And, you know, they were two amazing pillars in my life at the time that helped me navigate a lot of those emotions sure. and feelings. So met, meeting Kwab and I and, uh, and, uh, mm -hmm. and Muhib, in the, the writing workshop, they basically was saying, after seeing how I reacted to the poems, it was like, yo, whatever you're dealing with, young man, you don't have to tell us if you don't want to. It was like, write it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Write it down, and when you're comfortable and if you feel like it, you can share. Yeah. So I started writing down a lot of things that I was going through um, mm -hmm. as poetry. And for me, that then evolved into music. I always was involved, wanted to do music um, from back home. <clears throat> yeah. In the islands, we had this thing that uh, we did called chanting, which is essentially freestyling. Yeah. You know? And always had my um, cousin Fritz that uh, stayed with us at the time back home up in Rats Valley. Uh, he always was a writer as well. So I used to see how he wrote stories or songs and made songs connect and one song connected to the next song yeah so i've always been around like music and things like that so that's um that's what those two names uh mean to me man man that's awesome did your um so you know obviously your love for words uh, revolves around that mm -hmm. when you started actually putting it down on paper was that at john burroughs or riverside Ah, that was Riverside. I was in high school. That was on um, my senior year when um when I uh when I started like doing it as like uh trying to be a, a artist and, and things mm -hmm. of that nature. But um Burroughs back in at Jarvis and all of those places. Yeah. That was like you know, that was that was like um you know, I always was writing poetry, yeah. you know, I felt like I was always a smooth dude, wanted to yeah. send a, uh, a young lady a poem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So My boy so is I putting always, out these dear letters out. <laughs> straight up. <laughs> no, straight up, man. Put out put out some poems, spray it with some cologne. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Something like that, man. But that was that was just me, man. But um all now as I got older, um, Riverside and Urban Underground and Muhib and Kwabana they taught me how to use it as a, a tool mm -hmm. to uh, help myself as well. That's, that's a beautiful yeah. thing. So, um, how, how, the, the, your name, Ray Nitty. Yeah. What made you change it to that? Like, what inspired that to form? 
Man, you know what's crazy? Like, it was probably just some some young, some young thing. It was just a young homie. Like, I was at college, Concordia University, bored. Like, <laughs> probably the only... Concordia! Right, the only black, <laughs> one of the only black dudes from Milwaukee on campus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's like, I was like... I wanted it to be like some mobster type name, right? Yeah. So I was like, but I ain't wanted to be no Ray Capone or no, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ray, you know what I'm saying? Ray Pacino, nothing like that. I didn't want to yeah. be like nothing cliche. And at the time, I didn't think anybody was uh, into who Frank Nitty was mm-hmm. and what he meant to uh, the Capone family, if I'm not mistaken, at the time. And back then, um, what he represented. Uh, it was like stabilization when Capone yeah. went down, like out it eventually still all collapsed, right? But yeah. he still represented some sort of stabilization in my opinion from what I read and yeah. uh and saw, but keeping the family together, getting things back on track even for a little bit, um, while he went in. But um, so I was like, ah, I'm gonna be Ray Nitty because I'm gonna come stabilize the rap game. There we go, <laughs> and keep the family together and tight <laughs> and all of this. <laughs> so it was probably something corny. How huh? <laughs> 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 I came up with the name Ray Nitty, yeah, yeah. but that's yeah. awesome. That's it. That's, how, <laughs> that's yeah. how we got to it. Bam! You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. um. How did you cross paths with uh, Sincere, another big name in Milwaukee? Oh, that's a good question. How did I meet Sincere? How did I meet Sincere? That's a great question. I'm trying to remember how I met Sincere, but um, it might have been... Oh, I know exactly how I met Sincere. I think Devon D at the time is who connected mm-hmm. um, me and Sincere. I was working with um, Devon at the time back in the day, and he um, knew Sincere. And was doing like a bunch of local shows. Yeah. Sincere was popping back then. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Like he had the streets on fire. So like, I think I was like 19 maybe at the time. Yeah. And just being able to open up for bro, and then uh, they eventually took me overseas yeah. as well. Um, with Luzar, DJ Doc Doc B. Yeah. Um. Who else went out there? Um. Yeah, that was gonna lead. Like, what impact did it have? Okay. Yeah, a bunch, <laughs> of, bunch of people. Um. Went out there, man. A bunch of people went out there. So you know, bro was just um a great mentor for me in music, and really I was able to to do a lot of amazing things because he just had me opening up. Yeah. Somebody that he just met and that he really didn't even know. So, yeah. like, I remember opening up for Chris Brown when he was just dropping his album before yeah. he's a superstar that he is today. So, you know, you just you just never know, man. You you um you bump into some amazing people on your journey. It's a journey. beautiful thing, the journey and, uh, and just where that came from, man. Yeah, no. So, bro is uh, bro is special, man, for sure. Shouts well, out to Clyde, man. Well, you said you um you went across these, yep. and that was for the soldiers. Yep. That, war, that was 2005. Uh, was that five something like? Uh, was it? Was that five or seven? It was either five or seven. One of those okay. times. One of those times. But, but you yeah, know, it was a it was an armed forces entertainment yeah. tour. We all performed for the troops. We went to Afghanistan, Iraq, Kuwait, um, Africa, uh, Kyrgyzstan, the United all Arab in two Emirates. Months? Yeah, yeah. We wow. had a bunch of different um military bases and um, a bunch of different countries. How was that man. experience? Like being in 
man, it was, turmoil and it was it was super dope. Like, not all the bases was was high high alert. Yeah, when we went to um Bagram. That was in Iraq. Yeah, that was like the most intense because that was like the border uh, of where you know they were there preparing to go across the border and fight. Yeah, so that was one of the most active on um, bases that we was on. And like at night, you could see the fighting, the shooting. Yeah, the, the light, the shit going on going in back. the hills. I'm like, oh no, this is. <laughs> I felt like I got homesick that day. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna make this show, but um, nah, man, it was um, it was a very humbling experience because you see and you you get to meet these people that are putting their life on the line for a bunch of people that they ain't never gonna meet, you know yeah. what I mean, or never gonna see. So it was a humbling experience, man. Even just being able to to meet some of the people from these um places and cultures. Going back to Africa was amazing because that was my first time. Yeah. Uh, in Africa, in the uh, city of Djibouti, Africa, um, just learning a lot, man. So um, it was, it was very, very, very humbling. It yeah. was very, very humbling. We got to uh, President Obama at the time. He was just, um, he wasn't even a president. He wasn't. He was still running. He was yeah. still uh, in Chicago doing his thing. Yeah, he was actually at the same base that we was at. That's awesome. Um, and and like, yeah, man, it was, it was. The journey, man. Yeah. The journey is amazing if you just keep moving forward. Oh, yeah, man. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, well, then you get back from that, and then yeah. um, not too long after, you release Bow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey. I just want to say, uh, yeah, I used to bump this track. <laughs> I appreciate it. I want to see if she really can do it. Her body like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> Damn, girl. Love it, baby. <laughs> uh, so, this, so 2009 is when you released that track. What yeah. inspired that song? Like, how did you come up with the idea? I mean, it took off. It was in every club. Yeah, no. So, um. True story. Um, come back from overseas. Uh, shouts out to Andre Jackson at Time Warner. He gave me my job back at Time Warner. <laughs> they let me leave, go overseas yeah. to do this show, be an artist. They know that was my dreams and aspirations. Hires me back after the tour. Yeah. I'm maybe working six months. You know, I'm fresh off tour. I'm like, man, I just did a tour. I'm like, to yeah. hell with all this work. I'm trying to be full time. So I'm like, my mindset is like a little different now I'm back at the job. Yep. I'm trying to think of how I could do more of what we just got off the road and doing. So end up getting fired. <laughs> 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 end up getting fired from Time Warner. Um, it was a, it was a uh, rightful. It was, I, it was about time I got terminated. They had me there long enough. <laughs> but yeah. Um, you know. And went to Tony Neal crib at the time. And, you know, I was just telling him about it. And then he was like, man, you know, I was this was when I was still doing my poetry, writing, wanting to be a MC, the, the lyrics, the oohs and the ahs and the, the battle raps and all of that. Yeah. And, you know, I was telling Tony Neal about all of that. And, you know, his exact words to me was... 
make a make a record for these chicks, man. And then it made me remember, you know, my when I used to intern at yeah. V100 under our Doc Love at the yeah. time, um, that V100 catered to women the That's ages right. of 18 to 34. That was a demographic. I knew that because yeah. I was going into radio broadcasting. Look at this at dude Google. over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, I right, now I'm... It's registering back, like, okay, that's that's what you was doing all of this for so you could know. Yeah, you didn't pursue your music while you was at the radio because he was trying to learn how to yep. get on the radio. For sure. So now it's like, okay, this is what he mean. Makes it go back to your, you know what I'm saying, yep. what you had learned back then. So go to the homie Rail Beat. Shouts out to the homie Rail, the Rail Right Out. And he gave me... Gave me a pack with like maybe six beats on it. This when Castle was putting CD, putting beats on CDs for you. So, and the bow beat was on there. It was at the homie Joey crib, and I was like, man, I just need something simple, like something call and responsey. And then it was like, what is like a word, man? That like, you know, just something. Yeah. But like in Milwaukee at that time, when people was dancing. Like, if a chick was, like, really shaking her ass or something, you'd be like, bah, 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 bah. You know hey, what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, for So sure. I was like, all right, we finna say bow. So um, then I just start was playing the beat, playing the beat. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, no, I want to take it home. Oh, no, no. And then, so at first it was just, I like I want to wife her over and over and over. I was like, nah, I got to. You That's too redundant. Yeah. I gotta. So it was like, okay, what else? Like, I'm juking. She, she moving. moving. I wanna see if she really can do it. Her body like, bow, bow, bow. So then, you know, Joe, like, and Isaiah was with us too at the time, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And it was like, man, this one might be, it might be all right. So I'm like, all right, whatever. We just riding around, about to go pick up my girl from <laughs> <laughs> work type shit, and just playing and still singing the hook. And later that night, um, we was doing club promotions at the time too, so I was gonna test the record. I just wanted to test the hook at uh, Club Timbuk Two mm -hmm. at the time, and it just happened to be a big snowstorm. Only about like nine people, ten oh, people wow. max was in Timbuk Two, probably, and it had to be people that really messed with us. So I'm just doing the hook over and over. We ain't even got the song recorded yet. Yeah, I'm just doing the hook over and over in the club. For these nine people, I was like, hey, y'all, I just want y'all to give me your opinion on this. Mm -hmm. So I'm just in the club when the beat playing. I like her. I want to wife her. I want to take her mm -hmm. home all night. Like, like, yeah. And we just kept saying that over and over. And then people were like, nah, I like that. Like, I think that's good. That's going to be hot. That's going to be hot. And then did a video on Facebook that people started that we went to record it. Because me and Zave went to the studio, recorded it, took it to... to uh, it was uh, DJ O and Stretch at the time. They was in um Texture, Texture okay. Nightclub, man. And uh, yeah, man, it just went up after that, man. Like it, it just did. went all the way up well, after that. Well, you know, I, I I don't think that song will ever get old, man. I hope uh, not. It's surviving time because it's still played till today. I, I, I hope not. I needed to. I needed to hit the viral wave. Now we was yeah. we was just a, a a year or two early. 
before yeah. the, uh, the whole social media way. Well, don't worry. It's on Spearhead now. Yo, let's <laughs> get it, Spearhead. You got to do a uh, video doing a dance. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, dude, it's it's, it's crazy because I watched the video and uh, one of the, um, somebody I graduated with was on it. Oh, her, yeah. Her name is Amanda Hale. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if you yeah, know her, yeah, but yeah, yeah, she yeah. was in the video. Yeah. And I had to rewind because, like, it got to her part <laughs> and I'm like, is that? Is that Amanda? <laughs> I was like, oh, man. man. Shouts out to everybody that was in the video, man. Yeah. Both videos, the city definitely pulled up, showed a bunch of love, man. That's that's a moment in, in the journey that I, I hold dear, man. Just yeah. see, I'm talking about it was so popping that the club owner just started selling drinks. He was like, yeah. it's like a full club <laughs> night. We might as well start just serving people. So yeah. shouts out to everybody that pulled up, man. Well, I you know. You're embedded in Milwaukee now, and everyone knows that. Man, about, love, but, love. Um, you know, I brought up Advocate for Change. Mm -hmm. um, in 2014, you released a song called Ceasefire. Mm -hmm. um, how have you kept motivated to, 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 to basically be that advocate, especially with gun violence in, uh, in Milwaukee? Because, you know, I love my city, but, mm -hmm. um, you yeah. know, it's a tough thing. Um. How how do I stay motivated? I think um, just knowing that I got kids, you know what I'm saying. I got it's people that I that I rock with. They got kids. Yeah, so that's the that's the ages of these young boys and girls that are you know losing their lives to violence, and you know just wanting a different environment for these young people to grow up in. I think um society has um done our community an injustice by perpetuating the image that that is the yeah. the go ahead the I, version yep. of of uh, our community mm -hmm. that should be represented this turned up this savage this, you know what i'm saying it's, it's you know what i'm saying it's they're like using a low these, frequency to yeah, absolutely you know? so um you know i just think that um I just think that we have to do a better job in in allowing <laughs> what images uh, portray our community. Well, also protecting our culture. Absolutely. You know, I'm Puerto Rican. Mm -hmm. I did the ancestry a lot. Thirty percent mm -hmm. West African. Mm -hmm. there now you, you go. now you look at me, man, we all, and you're we like all from the source. You're like what? Nah, yeah, nah, we all from the source. You man. know, it's it's um, you know, fifty six percent Spanish Portuguese. Yeah. Uh, it, it's deep. It goes in bad. I see all that. But, you know, being a a, a Hispanic, a minority, mm -hmm. you know, I love. I love my people. You mm -hmm. know, that's one of the, the, the main prides that I have. So, you know, we have a voice. Mm -hmm. And I feel, like you said, there's been times, and it still goes on, where we're portrayed as this false representation when there's so mm -hmm. much more to us. Mm-hmm. In 2018, you um, you teamed up with Latasha Smith. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, you targeted River West, uh, the area vacant vacant spots, and yeah. you did something creative. Could you? Yeah. Um. So um, that was um that was a project in collaboration with Riverworks Development Corporation. Yeah. Um. Over in in that River West uh, area. And they had access to the park over there. 
and you know we just wanted to do some creative placemaking so uh, we contracted with Latasha um, to do a, a, a collaborative community painting yeah. of the trees where we first wrapped them with white and then just put inspirational words on the trees yeah and and put some art on the ground as well on the playground and things like that and that was just um art therapy um uh what is the creative placemaking uh project that we did in conjunction with riverworks shouts out to Rosalind for um hooking us up with that as well so yeah we just um wanted to to use a lot of these places that um, and that was already a beautiful park, let me say that, by the way. It wasn't like it was um, vacant. That was one of the pocket parks, uh, I believe, in the city that, you know, it was it was pretty, uh, it was yeah. kept pretty well. So they allowed us to to add some 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 art and creativity to it. And it's still, um, it's still looking pretty good out there, man. So, um, yeah, but we um, wanted to just start taking a look at all of these city-owned, properties and things like that and start putting murals on those because yeah. it's it's been normalized too much where black and brown kids mm-hmm. walk out their house to go to school or go to the store and they walking by these boarded up houses yeah. with these ugly green low frequency you know what I'm saying low yeah. frequency uh tones and surroundings around it so that was just our way of um beautifying the neighborhoods and bringing some um life and energy to the neighborhood you know, well, well, get getting to know you. You know, that's one of the things I've loved about getting to know you. Um, you know, you you're 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 a voice. You use your platform the way it should be. Mm-hmm. You know, with the whole voting mm-hmm. that, that that just passed up. You know, mm-hmm. how like adamant you were about it. Mm-hmm. You showed up. Even Boozy showed up. <laughs> <laughs> you actually, man, you actually invited me to because that was the day before we went to Garfield's. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and. You invited me, and I was literally gonna go. And then next thing you know, it's uh, my my youngest. Uh, he just had a fever. I was like, "No, nah, man, I can't." Oh no, it's all good. I wish man. I could, but I didn't want I didn't want to risk anything. So I was just like, "Okay." And then I see the pictures with Boozy, and I'm like, "Bro, <laughs> no, it was a good time, man." The city. What I will say is, I feel like non traditional methods like that. Yeah. Like. Yes, Boosie is controversial as hell. And he has said some things that has offended lots of people. That don't change his heart. Or his ability to impact community and people to say, use your voice, your Mm -hmm. platform, your power, and go vote. Yeah. So that's um, that's what... um, and the truth of the matter is, a good sector of our community responds well to Lil Boosie. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we gotta we gotta reach them somehow through the yeah. through the medians that they're accustomed of uh, receiving their information to. It was beautiful out there. People was in line voting. Yeah, early. for sure. I saw that. Like, yeah. I'm talking about bonnets, nightgowns. Yeah. Like, it was beautiful to see our community come out because Boosie said, bring y'all ideas back. The mayor of the mill is back. <laughs> <laughs> Milwaukee, bring your ideas. We yeah. don't want to vote. Dude, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, now I hope people see that, like, okay, 
it is a lot of power and influence if you empower these other creative ways to yeah. to reach communities. Well, you know, through that and um, using your platform, you are you you're working on a seventy million dollar project right now. Yes, sir. And you linked up with is his name Q yep. Elman. Q Q Elman, uh, the homie Michael Wesley, and uh, we are partner with Rowers Development Group. And well. um, that's on Thirty Second and Cannon as well. Is it on Thirty Second and uh, yeah. Center that you're Thirty Second and Thirty uh, Third and Center? Yeah, we got okay. two blocks. So it's right there. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things I love that I that I put two and two together. You made that song reintroduction. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna play that. But that was in that building. Wasn't yeah, it? absolutely. We shot, yes, it we shot that visual in there before the uh, construction. Let's play, fam. Yeah. Let's drop. Let's, let's drop go, some let's bombs, go. bro. Let's, <laughs> let's drop some bombs. Let's drop man. some bombs. Yeah. So pressure from here on out. Big vibes. My vision bigger than your comprehension. I couldn't see me slaving for no pension. Ten years held the city on my back. Mm. Closest to classic round this bitch, nigga. That's facts. It go Drew Cow to Nitty, nigga, that's stats. Big legend around this bitch, nigga, no cap. I'm still your lady favorite. I know these niggas hate. And through it all, I wanna see my fucking city make. 60 mil won't need our biggest flex. NDAs for what we doing next. Before we speak about it, you read about it. Before we built the nigga, we dreamed about it. Shout out my nigga Q. Shout out my nigga Kip. We really making black millionaires in the fucking mill. Built black welfare, black Wall Street, let's give him hell. And we ain't wait for no handouts, did that shit ourselves. 118 million on the impact, that's a get back. And all that style y'all stole, I want my shit back. Don't need no energy around me, I got the question. Don't need no niggas switching sides for attention. And to that limb, you still a limb for all that dumb shit. But I would- You know, that's a powerful, powerful track you put out there. You know, I had some stuff on my chest. No, nah, that was power. <laughs> that was power. You had me like, when I first heard that, I'm like, Okay, because I'm, I'm one of those where I, I listen to lyricism over everything. Yeah. So, you know, your roots with poetry, you can totally tell in this song. Yeah. Because just the way you infuse all these words and infuse, like, with the message you're trying to get across, it's like, yeah. you should be proud. Millionaires, black millionaires coming uh, yeah. coming out of Milwaukee. Yeah, absolutely. You know? You absolutely. the man. Yeah, man. It was, it was just, you know, <laughs> I'm going to stay humble. I'm going to stay yeah. humble. I'm going to just say that you see and hear a lot, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And a lot of, you know, people be counting you out. Mm-hmm. And that'd be cool. And people be counting you out and don't even acknowledge a lot yeah. that you do unless you... I hate that we live in a society where it's almost like you got to you gotta boast. Yeah, you gotta, for you real. Gotta, you got to, you know what I'm saying, for it to be respected. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like the work me and the homies was doing was just like, in my opinion, transformative work. Yeah. And, you know, I would love to see us, see them, see Q, Michael, Tia get a ton more, you know, support for not us, but for that area. Yeah. Because I think as a city, man, we do a great job of spreading the, spreading the resources so thin that nothing ever really gets to 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 transform yeah so for us what that development represented was concentrating on getting as many resources around these families as possible and then getting as many other entities to be like you know what i want to be a part of this this uh change yeah (laughs) as well so we got some resources that we want to 
to to focus in on this impact area. So that's what that was. That was just me just showing people like, okay, I, you know, it ain't just always bow dance. It ain't just always lights down low. I could go. I could go back to to yeah. To, you know, of that, course. I just had to re let them know, man. And I'm top three, and I ain't three, man. That's right. Stop playing with my man. <laughs> <laughs> Put some respect on my. I'm you, just saying, you man. You know, um, you know, when I first tried reaching out to you, it was over this project because I heard and who who hit me up and was like, get a hold of you. It was yeah. Steve Hybicki. Okay, yeah. Shout out to homie Steve. So man. Steve Hybicki hits me up. He's like, hey. You know, we're about to do our interview, but hit up, uh, you know, Ray. Yeah. He's doing this cool thing. It's out of the north. Uh, just, you know, see if you can mesh with it. Yeah. You know, give a voice, you know, yeah. like, and yeah, of course, I'm all for that. Because I really what I want to see out of Milwaukee is just for us to shine. Yeah. You know, this show is all this platform is that I'm doing mm-hmm. is to basically praise people from Milwaukee. Man, this isn't about it. this isn't about me. Man, this is about the people of Milwaukee and what the type of special attributes you have here like and if mm-hmm. we could focus that in and i hate that you know in this city it's it's segregated mm-hmm. it really is it's mm-hmm. a sad thing to see but if we could come together mm-hmm. and just be in numbers think about the impact that can come from that absolutely so you know i'm i'm very motivated by what i see you out there the post that you put up you know how you're active with the community, and especially with this project. Yeah. So, so like the impact, what what what's the ultimate impact you want to see from this? Um, the ultimate impact that I would like to see from this is a uh, a thriving oasis for Black and Brown families. Yeah. That's the impact I want to see. I want to see an area that now Black and Brown people could feel comfortable in, they could walk in, like see beautiful art, see transformation, see black wealth, see brown yeah. wealth, see black and brown success, yeah. see, you know what I mean? Like really see, like I want to change the trajectory of our culture because if we look at where we're headed, you know what I mean? And then it's like, okay, am I going to be one of the people that, just talk about it, yeah. or am I gonna try to figure out how can I use my influence to to really provide things to help change it? Yeah. So for me, that's what the community within the corridor development represents. Like, okay, put your put your money where your mouth is. You say you care. Yeah. You say you you care about the people. Like, okay, prov- provide. Don't just provide mm-hmm. housing, right? It's easy to to just throw up housing and collect rent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, the hard work is is doing the research to figure out, okay, what is these 197 families going to need to actually thrive moving forward? Yeah. So we have black uh, black cohort of, uh, therapists, you know what yeah. I mean? We have the creative corridor. We have a daycare. We have a grocery store. We have a laundromat. We have a health, f- health center. We have yeah. a... Sports complex, for sure. You know, indoor, you know what I mean? These are things that they they ask for. So, you know, it's just it's just putting putting you know you're planting the seed. Yeah, it's and, just and, using the platform. Yeah, and showing a way. I want to see the this be the uh the the mecca of transformation, ownership, and creativity. That's what I want to see. That's awesome, and that's beautiful, man. Yeah, that's what I want to see. So in this project, um, 
What does it include? What what get, like give us a tour of what the ideas that are inside. Man, that's what I'm gonna say, right? You gotta see it. Oh, you gotta see it. Okay. Because this is what I will say as well. It's the largest affordable housing deal in state history that is privately owned. And it's owned by some brothers. <laughs> and we have a bunch of amazing things inside of it. Yes, we have 197 residential units that range from studio to four bedrooms. Our largest unit is 1,600 square feet. Damn, <laughs> you know what I mean. Damn. That's, that's I think that's I just want to let you know my I, house. I, <laughs> I do flooring. Oh, straight up. I, well, I, I just recently left doing flooring, but I've done it for the past three years. See, we gotta we gotta be yeah because a lot of what we was trying to do is making sure black and brown contractors for everyone to know 1,600 square feet. That is a that is a large <laughs> a large amount of space. It's a lot. It's a lot, man. So um. You know, but like I said, the grocery store, the laundromat, it's a campus, it's an oasis, it's it's everything that you need to where like you really don't underground parking. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's everything that you need to where you really won't have to leave unless you really have to. So um I'm just gonna say you gotta see it. Yeah. You gotta see it. It's it's the largest creative incubator in the state as well. And like we just got some amazing people that's a part of it doing some amazing work. Shouts out to the homie Shakes at Power Forward Media, Jay Sharon, who's gonna be opening her dance studio in okay. there as well. Um, myself, Larry Sanders, business boy, who will be um doing the music studios. We have the podcast rooms. Latasha Smith will be in there as yeah. well with the art therapy. Um, we have a, a Man, it's a lot, man. I'm thinking gotta, about a new episode as you say this, You got to come see it. You got to come see it. You, yeah. We don't have the selfie booths, the selfie walls, all of these amazing things, man. Um, An amazing art gallery as well. Mm -hmm. So, like, you just got to come stand in the oasis, man, and really share your energy with us as we share your ours with you all. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. What has this process taught you? Patience. There we go. Patience. I definitely went into this thinking that, all right, a year, year and a half, building to be up and running, boom. Here we are, year six. Building finally. But we got about two weeks, three weeks of construction left. Yeah. So hopefully. um, You had the finish line. Yeah, we, we had to start. <laughs> okay, the finish had, line of the, the, finish the beginning. Line, the finish line is the, is yeah. the start of a race. Yep. Okay. We'll leave it. <laughs> but yeah. I love it. The finish line is the start of the race. And, and yeah. the reason I say that is because, like I said, it's easy to, to build buildings. Mm -hmm. It's easy to build buildings. The real race now is like, okay, what, Dude. how you, how you going to impact lives? Though? Yeah. Is you, is, did you just build all of this shit to just keep people in the same yeah. situations that they've been in? Or you really want to, impact families and, and yeah. you know what I mean like well this is this is why I was so excited for this show cuz I really want I really want people to know and understand what you're doing mm -hmm. cuz what you're doing it's like how you said earlier you could talk the talk mm -hmm. but are you walking mm -hmm. are you being the impact are you being the the voice of change are you you know and, and 
with like my situation, man. Before mm-hmm. this year, you know, I I lived the same damn life every year. Mm-hmm. Wanting to party, wanting to hang out, wanting to do. It wasn't until this past year that you know I'm done. I mm-hmm. moved away. I I I, I quit bad habits, mm-hmm. and I literally focused in. So seeing seeing what you're doing with that project, it's inspiration. Mm-hmm. And through that, I just want to say thank you. Man, I appreciate Because I don't know if anyone's told you that yet, but thank you, man. No, I appreciate it. You know, a lot of people have um has expressed expressed um the gratitude mm-hmm. for it. Um and so I'm grateful for that. But um I just know, man, like in order for us to be successful at that project, we gonna need everybody. You got me, man. We gonna need I'm everybody. Tell y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want people to adopt Center Street, adopt our impact area to be like, okay, like, we're going to bring consistency and love, love and consistency into an area, positive energy into an area, into a resources until we actually see what that. I'm asking people to give me two years. Give me a two-year commitment of just being, like, all the amazing things that y'all do, just come do it over here for a little bit. Yeah. A block party, uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? A, a neighborhood walk, whatever that looks like. And shouts out to Alderman Russell Stamper as well because he's been a huge advocate and supporter of the project and wanting to see some new things in that neighborhood. So I'm using my voice, man, and my energy to try to get people to double down and, like, I know it's more that I could be doing as like I feel like I'm nowhere near operating yeah. to to my highest capacity. I see what Jazzy is doing. I see what Von Mays is doing. I mm-hmm. see what all these other individuals is doing. You know what I mean? And it's like they consistently every day in their communities, brother Quinn. Yeah. You know what I mean? They really get up and do it every day. And I think we need a lot more of that energy, a lot of, you know, more supporting agencies like Office of Violence Prevention. And sidebar, I feel like Office of Violence Prevention need to change their name. That's terrible on PR and marketing, <laughs> by the way. Because that's that's it's a name to set you up for failure. You're never gonna yeah. prevent violence. Yeah. And like even the police station ain't called the, the police department of violence prevention. They just nah. call the police. <laughs> so if the uh police got that uh, almost three hundred something million dollar yeah. budget, and OVP only got a four million dollar budget, but the police can't even stop violence. Why is your name Office Man. of Violence Prevention? Have you so? Have you ever met Ray Moore? Ray Moore, the name sounds very Ray Shotter Productions. Oh yeah, I met Ray before. Yeah, I was saying y'all, man, with his skills on that camera, man. Yeah. I mean, you should like definitely, to you know. Put something together for your your project. I would love because he brought up uh, a lot of the names that you've you've just brought up, yeah. and I was thinking about that. I'm like, has he ever met Ray? I'm pretty sure he has. No, um, we worked with um, we worked with Ray before. We that's awesome. Ray on a joint. Yeah, I love that, absolutely. dog. I love absolutely. collaboration. You got him, man. Man, especially this um the younger generation too, man, because yeah. they they got the eye of their generation. You feel what I'm saying? And the ear. So you, you let me know. Um, I, you said you got a, a a music thing going on. If you want me to come over, run a a podcast shop, man. For your absolutely. Kids. I'll bring my equipment. Absolutely. I'll show them. I'll show them. You know what goes into it because there's a lot that goes into just getting in front of here 
put in this. You, it it it's work. It's man, absolutely. A constant commitment. So you let me know, man. That's I'm, what we need a lot of. A lot of these trainings. A lot of these different exposure, hands-on experiences to podcasting, to recording, through yep. camera operating, streaming, through art, whatever that looks like. You know what I mean? Q and M. They got the whole STEM on the other side of the creative corridor where yeah. they be making video games and all of these things. So I just really hope that, um, you know, people tap in, man, pull up on Center Street. And, yes, I emphasize black and brown, but it's for everyone around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is I'm just emphasizing it because so much our people, so for so long our people have been told to wait. For so long our people have been... Yeah. Uh, without, <laughs> you yeah. know, so I think, um, in my opinion, it's time for us to move in a spirit of abundance for our communities. Well, yeah, I, I mean, it's yeah, it, you can't ignore what's going on anymore, and I feel like you have to be open to change. If you want to see change, you got to be open to going outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it just like it's and. With, with Milwaukee, I love Milwaukee, but it is segregated. But we can change that. Mm -hmm. We have that power in our hands. And one thing we really need to do right now, we need to focus on this youth, the mm -hmm. youth within our city, because that's where it starts. Mm -hmm. We've had our time. Like it's it's we're we're living our moment mm -hmm. now. It's time to make that impact. So Milwaukee, mm -hmm. the what is it attributed to your success? So, um, man, I attribute a lot of my success to Milwaukee. Like, if Milwaukee, in my opinion, didn't get behind Bow like they yeah. did, like, a lot of these doors wouldn't have opened for me. Like, when we went down to the core DJ retreat in Atlanta that year, and, you know, it was Milwaukee that was deep out there that really was turning up. And everybody was like, man, what the hell record is this? They got all these people going crazy. Like, but that was a town. Like, it was Milwaukee that, you know, took the, <laughs> when they went off yeah. to college, when they went off to their separate colleges, to the Jackson States, to the VCUs, to the Hampton Universities, to the, <laughs> you know, Norfolk States, to For the sure. Tupelo, you know what I'm saying? When they yep. went to all of these places, they took that record with them. And then they showed people from these areas the dance and all yeah. of that. So, like, I attribute it all to the city, you know what I mean? Because, like, obviously the Virgin Islands as well, because mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's my that's my route. That's where he's from. That's where he's buying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't forget that. But um, Milwaukee was just like, it. man, Milwaukee give you, it give you a lot of game, man. Yeah. And if if you if you love Milwaukee right, it'll love you back the same way as well. So I attribute a lot to the city. Yeah, that's awesome. It's yeah. great. Um, you have something exciting coming up. I do. Yeah. Well, you I got a lot coming any up. any releases coming up? Oh man, um, we got some new music. New music. I'm um, getting ready to shoot some 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 short film slash visuals for these uh, songs and stuff like that. So um, yeah, man. Um, for the next for uh, 2023, man, it's just a lot of pressure, man. We're just dropping a lot of records. The development is gonna be open. 
So now it's about getting back to the creativity. I took like a six-year hiatus <laughs> from uh, music and stuff like that. Um, but now I'm, I'm about to tap back in. So this first joint is going to be out. Uh, this joint called Blue Racks. Okay. And it's gonna be on. Uh, it's gonna be to be pretty dope, man. You wanna you wanna introduce this? Oh man, yeah, let's do it. Blue racks, man. By your boy Ray Nitty coming real, real, real soon. Dropping real soon. You hearing it first right here? Blue racks all on you. It's blue racks all for you. Blue racks all on you. Yeah, these blue racks all for you. You said one or two won't do, but these blue racks all on you. Yeah, these blue racks Produced by the homie Cam. Say racks on you. Blue racks all on you. Blue racks all for you, blue racks all on you. Yeah, these blue racks all for you. You said one and two won't do, but these blue racks all for you. Yeah, I don't know, man. We these racks for you. Yeah, man, blue racks, man. We gotta do something real, real dope, real creative for that video, man. Yeah, I feel like we always um, at least the visuals that I did, I felt like we always kind of like raised the bar a little bit with yeah. the visuals. Uh, even with um uh, when we did lights down low video with Philly, um, that was, uh, it just showed Milwaukee in a in a different light. You feel what I'm saying? Like we gonna do something crazy with this one. Do something special with this Blue Racks video. What advice would you give to our inner city youth? <sighs> what advice would I give to the inner city youth? Uh, man, I'm going to say, first, I love y'all. I love y'all. Nobody telling y'all I love y'all. Um, I would also say, believe nothing on what you see. And your, your current situation is not your final destination. And you have all the power and everything that you need to change the trajectory of this world. Of this world. And believe in yourselves and <sighs> y'all gotta they gotta they gotta love each other more because I just I think it's missing. I think it's missing. So that's what I got for him, man. That's what I got for him. I appreciate you for that. Yeah. And I love that you, the way you took your time with that, because, I mean, words are impactful, man. Yeah, yeah that's what I got for him, man. Keep doing their thing, man. They powerful. Yeah. They powerful. Milwaukee, you know, if this is one thing, um, the honor and the blessing of having you in front of me, man. Um, man. It, 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 don't take this, take this as, 
it's like a dream come true. Cause uh, I like for real and, wow, and serious. I, I grew up, I grew up listening to you. I grew up watching the noise you made, and I grew up taking a, a sense of pride, knowing that you were representing our city, mm. and <clears throat> and for that, you know, for you to be in front of me right now, for you while we're playing these these songs, you you reciting them. That it's it's this is what makes it worth it. And, um, you know, I, I, I truly appreciate you coming on here and, uh, you know, it has been a pleasure. No, thanks for having me, man. It's been one. It's been one. It's been so, one. so everyone, <clears throat> if you don't know, it's your boy, Ray Nitty. Hey, it's your boy. Where can they see the follow-ups on the projects that you're working on? How can they reach out to, to contact, um, to be a, a part of the project that you're working on and um, being a part of the growth and, and giving back. Yeah. Um, you could uh, go to the creative corridor, mke.com. And then also you can um, follow me on my social medias at Ray Nitty, R A Y N I T T I. And uh, my YouTube channel as well on Ray Nitty. I'm going to be leaning into my YouTube channel more, documenting the journey of not just the music, but, um, you know, the growth as well, the development, the corridor, and um, just, just dropping a bunch of content on the YouTube channel. So follow me on those platforms, man. Follow me on those platforms. Hell yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I just want to say thank you. It has been an honor. So everyone out there, his spearhead conversations with the great Ray Nitty. Oh man, I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, hey, just just leave y'all with this. Bow was the biggest record to come out of the mill. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say, man. That's all all I'm right. Say.